everywhere you go. MTN. This is the Big Small Business Show. Welcome back. Now, our topic for discussion today is due diligence. The why, the how, and of course, all of it. There are various uh, reasons why due diligence would be done or requested. And to tell us more, we're joined on Zoom by Janine Galbraith, partner at Galbraith Rushby in Cape Town. Welcome, Janine. Hi, Alon. Thanks for having me. Okay, and just very quickly, for, for people who don't know the term due diligence, what, what does it mean? A lot of it basically means um, when you, it's an investigation, particularly in the circumstances where you're looking to do a merger, a merger and an acquisition, or maybe a new investment opportunity, and you just want someone to come in and really investigate the facts and find out, am I making the right decision, the right choice, the right investment? So, you know, in a, in a small business show is aimed at uh, small businesses, and yeah, so I can understand being acquired, but do many small businesses acquire other small businesses? I'd be quite surprised. Um, you know, my firm, we are servicing what I would call the small to medium-sized sector. Yeah. And the number of times the businessmen, my clients, come to me and say, or businesswoman for that matter, come and say, I actually want to buy the shares in this company or I want to merge with that company, it happens quite often. Um, so, so it definitely is, is happening in the space and it's definitely applicable. So a couple of things I know as somebody who I, I am one of those people that also uh, you know, gets involved, invests in businesses and we do uh, due diligence. And what I find always um, challenging is to know how much due diligence to do. Mm. You've got a mm. pretty small startup doing maybe a couple of hundred thousand rand a month in revenue. Uh, you don't want to overburden that with a huge due diligence and then equivalent, equivalently you've got a, a, a much bigger business maybe doing a couple of million rand a month yeah. and, and you do yeah. want to make sure that you're making the right decision. Yeah. So how, uh, I mean, how do you get through that? that yeah, it's quite tricky, but what you have to do is you have to look at, as you say, the size of the transaction. The bigger the transaction, the more people you're going to throw at it and the more work you're going to do, the more in detail you're going to go. You might even deal with things like environmental, you're going to look into legal things. But obviously, the smaller the business, you know, you're going to have a smaller team, less time. Um, and sometimes what I even do for my clients is say, let me just have a look at the, give me the financial statements of this business you're wanting to acquire. I mean, I had one example where one of my clients acquired another business and didn't even get the financial statements of sure. the previous business. And of course, you know, at these small levels, people are trusting each other. And when that person says, oh, the business is making X amount of profit and, and all of these kind of things, and your client trusts and they don't go and have a look, whereas within, you know, 15 minutes by looking at a set of financials, I can tell you straight away, no, hold on, there's a problem here. There's skeletons in this closet. Yes. So the due diligence can literally range from me at my desk with 15 minutes worth of time um, and even little back of the envelope valuation type exercises like that to a full scale, uh, you know, team of staff going in and looking at everything. And, and it's about learning, you know, at what level is this person at what and at what level of work should you do? So Janine, so some of the areas um, to look at would be, for example, mm -hmm. have they paid their tax? Do they owe SARS? How much do they owe SARS? Correct. 
Um, yes, yes. So, yes. I mean, just maybe just just broadly around the tax, DD. Yeah. What, what do you look yeah. for around tax? Because, of course, if Very, you buy that business, yes. then you come in there and all of a sudden there's a big... Uh, so yes. either there's a, a big amount owing to SARS or there's some legal dispute with SARS. So what, yes. what, what do you look at from a SARS yeah. point of view? Yeah, that's, that's very important, Alan. Um, like, again, another just a simple example. Um, often you have clients that are coming to buy a property, and this is not quite um, due diligence, but you're buying a property. question is, should you buy it out of the company or should you buy the shares of the company? And the biggest factor is the tax. And what, it's what I call the hidden skeletons in the closet. And mm. so often people don't realize not only is there tax, income tax, PAYE, VAT, and all that kind of thing, but there's also hidden dividends taxes. And those dividends taxes are, are sitting in the in the retained income and the equity. Mm. And many, many people don't realize that. And so when you're coming into a business, that's exactly what we're looking for. We're looking beyond just have they paid their ordinary taxes, which you would expect every you know, company to do. But are there those hidden taxes that you're unaware of in taking this? So another part of the due diligence exercise is how do you structure the transaction? Yes. You know, should you take shares? Should there be loan accounts? How do you structure it? And a lot of that depends on obviously the company. And that's an, a good segue into the other thing which mm -hmm. DD looks for as well, which is, is loan accounts. Um, yeah, loan accounts into, you know, from the directors having loan accounts. Yes, exactly. So loan accounts all come into it. Who's owed what money? Um, again, you can go into the whole legal side of it, you know, and other legal matters apart from loan accounts. Loan accounts are also hidden taxes too, because uh, interest-free loan accounts, if there's a trust involved, those can attract deemed dividends tax or deemed donations tax. So, so there's a lot involved with loan accounts. Uh, Janine, one very quick last question is, is around um, the the hidden structures very often what you find is some cobwebs mm -hmm. where there's some other shareholders that pop out that have never been properly exited they the the, yes. the, the, the swap you know that that no one ever actually removed them as directors yes you know, so yes another important point yes that is an important point that would be what you call your statutory side of the due diligence where you basically go and look into all the secretarial records who are the shareholders are all the records there? Have they been properly done? Do you have um, foreign shareholders? Um, you know, uh, the directors have, uh, have they been, are the directors who you think are the directors, are they all on the register correctly? So all of those kind of things form part of that due diligence, absolutely. Well, thanks Janine for, for your insights and for any entrepreneurs out there who are either buying or selling. Uh, this I cannot uh, emphasize enough, is an incredible, incredibly important part of both buying and selling a business that everything is in order because if you're selling you're going to have somebody do a DD on you or due diligence on you and if you're buying you certainly want to make sure that you find the right partners to ensure that you do a great due diligence on whom you're buying otherwise you might find some nasties in, in that cupboard. Yes. Now speaking of nasties, uh, thanks Janine, uh, it, it's uh, time to discuss some common business mistakes. Well, it's time for our common business mistakes, and today I want to talk about something a little philosophical, and that's our need for certainty. It's uh, not just your need, it's my need, it's everyone's need. We as human beings like certainty. We like to be able to predict, if we can predict uh, that there's going to be a nice uh, watery season, that we can predict that there's going to be food. And so we will 
do whatever it takes in order to ensure that we can you know, go and uh, uh, reap the rewards of everything that we've planted. But if it's going to be a dry season, then we have to make another plan. And so by a being able to predict as human be beings, we are able to survive better. That innate need for certainty, for predictability, is the thing that can actually drive us a little insane. So we've got to work out what we need to be certain about and what we don't need to be certain about. And I see too many entrepreneurs having a huge anxiety because they're living in a world, in an environment that is so uncertain. Anyone lives in a, in a world of uncertainty, but as an entrepreneur, that's heightened to the nth degree. We take so many risks every single day, every single week, every single month, and we create even more uncertainty. There's far more chaos in our environment, which means far less certainty. So today's common business mistake is, I think, our need for certainty. Our need to have a relationship with certainty. And I want, what I want you to consider today is about changing your relationship with certainty and understanding if you've chosen the life of an entrepreneur, that you have to have a different relationship with certainty. It's a nice to have. It's something to strive for, but not something to be stressed about. Because if you stress about not having certainty, you'll remain stressed. And when you're stressed, that means you're going to make bad decisions. And if you make bad decisions, you'll create even more chaos. And so it becomes this vicious cycle. So change your relationship with certainty. Understand that you've chosen a life of uncertainty as an entrepreneur. And accept that. And just strive for certainty. And have almost a casual relationship with it. Well, that's it for our Common Business Mistakes and for today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Do remember, if you think it, write it down and make it a reality. The Big Small Business Show was proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The Big Small Business Show was brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN.